welcome to this podcast. That's right. I'm still not doing a normal introduction. Wow, you're sticking to it, huh? It felt it felt more normal to uh, to do our normal introduction right now, but I balked on it. Won't do it. I saw you clam up in that second. This is Reality Blows, okay? That's the name of the podcast. And my name happens to be Nick Maritato. And I'm Ashley Bork Roberts. And that's Ashley Bork <laughs> Roberts. And uh, what we do on this podcast is we sometimes talk about reality TV and also our lives. Mostly Listen, I know our lives. <laughs> I know I basically just said the introduction in a shittier way, but uh, that's what I choose to do. This is how I'm living my life right now. I'm trying to uh, work outside the form. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get outside the box, think outside the bun, as uh, some very, very important people once said. So um, we're here. Uh, here's what you could do. If you love us, why don't you give us a uh, nice rating? Rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and, I don't know, Spotify or share our podcast. Do something like that. Write a review review for for, for us. What's That's, going on? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, write a review for us uh, at some point, somewhere out there on the internet. That would be great. Say good words. Tell a friend. And uh, last but certainly not least, go ahead. And join our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash reality blows, uh, two blown us episodes a month. Uh, April's dropped yesterday, first of April. Right. I right. liked it. I thought it was a good little glimpse into us. Oh, man. If you want a nice little glimpse of what's going on, you got to get over to Patreon, okay? And We uh, do something called a chit chat, chat no, a chat chit, mm -hmm. and we let the discussion take its own course. I have, I do think that I, uh, that chat chid uh, is our word yeah we invented that um but i, I did think i did actually um but then i yeah sure you did uh, <laughs> <laughs> go back and check the tape i think i googled it or something and found out that there's like a podcast called the chat chit and i'm like oh, no. and, but the problem is it's like we're but by no means are we a big podcast we're not you know we're we're our own thing but i will say that we have a, you know, a certain amount of people listening to us, you know. We appreciate each and every one of you. I'm not going to blow anybody away, but it's a number. It's a, it's a, it's a reputable number. It's enough to keep this train going, choo choo. And I went and I looked at this uh, chat shit podcast and I'll tell you there was like uh, the reviews, there was like uh, eight reviews and I was like this this podcast is not not worthy of the of the chat shit. I think we could co-opt their name and no well, one would really be upset about it. Does it count as co-opting the name if you did it without knowing that that was their name? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. That's why I, I've, I'm trying to name uh, uh, my first child, uh, Patrick Ewing, and I'm going to pretend like I never heard of it. Listen, no. I have some big news for you. What? I'm going to apply to be on Survivor. Great. What? <laughs> Good. You're not going to try and stop me? Why would I stop you from sending in a silly tape? I will definitely get in, and then I'm going to leave you. I'm going to go on an island. I'll tell you what. Hey, I'll be able to. I'll be that person. I'll be your uh, your family member. No, I'm going to pick somebody else. Who? <laughs> I think I'll do my dad. Who else is going to be, be able to do these challenges? My dad's got athletic prowess. Mm, I'm First of all, I have athletic prowess, and also your dad doesn't know all these games. I'll show up and like get it when I have to like get the water okay. in the Get the water in the bucket. You know what I you mean? You know the water in the bucket. You know, when you're throwing water from one bucket to another bucket, that's something I know. Maybe I'll pick your dad. <laughs> I don't 
That would be awkward for you. I that think. would be funny, don't you think? If it, that it would, would be kind of funny. If I picked him over you? It'd be kind of like, a, well, remember when Tony, like his like uh, his like his family friend just happened to be his really strong buddy? Yeah, yeah, that was so Everybody funny. Everybody else so- has like an old grandma coming in and he's like, yeah, the only person that could actually come is uh, my, the, my strongest, most athletic <laughs> friend. Yeah, wife couldn't come, family members couldn't come, just Bob, who uh, we work out at the gym together sometimes. Yeah, he's a cop, uh, like me. Um, yeah, well, I think I would be a good, I would be almost a ringer. I think you should bring me in. Babe, um, of course I'm bringing you in. Of you. course. Listen, I, it's three minutes, okay? And I've got to show them who I am, tell them stories. Um, do you think I should explain my weaknesses? As obviously, I'm going to detail my strengths, but then do I tell them like the only thing that might hold me back is X, Y, Z, or do I just I only bring strengths to the table? Do you think I bring a little bit of the humility? Tell them what my Achilles heel might be. Who's asking? Well, I'm just saying what I'm telling them about me in the three minutes. It seems like a boring tape. You should do some close up magic. (laughs) Do something that would excite these people. They've heard the the what I'm why I'd be good at survivor spiel. You have to blow them away. It's four it would be at this point probably forty one seasons. Do I tell them I'm a comic? Do I tell them I have a podcast about reality television? Let's just say that we yes, you do because Do I wear a bikini? Sure. You wear a bikini and then uh, you can, you know, uh impress them with your bikini skills i don't know you should definitely tell them you're a comedian we've seen that comedians have gotten on this show before uh where they say that they're comedians and then they're not very good and uh they also come off bad on tvs but i think it'd be different for you i mean if once i got on survivor i would never say i was a comedian i very rarely say i'm a comedian in real life i always tell people i'm a writer i think you'd be pretty safe by telling them that you were a comedian I just, but I don't ever want to have to explain what that means. On, a, on an island, you're going to have to make. Tell me your jokes. You know, I'm not up there trying to do a tight five. No one's going to ask you for that, but but they, they will. Might. They will want. They will want to know what you do, and you have to pretend that you. I don't know. Are something else? I guess. I'll say I'm a writer and a teacher and a bread maker. I'll just throw that in there. I also make bread. Um, well, when do you have to do this? They don't have a deadline, but they're accepting videos now. So I'm like, unfortunately, I think it's going to be the hardest time to ever get on Survivor. Enough people probably watched a shit ton of Survivor over the the year. Oh, doggy didn't even think about that. And everybody's probably in your, like, I could do this. Uh, What else am I doing? (laughs) I love that my mom was always like, you should be on Survivor. You should be on Survivor. Like, be on Survivor, be on Survivor, be on Survivor. And then... One season, a bug crawled into a girl's ear, and she was like, never mind. Don't do it. Don't ever do it. Yeah, there's going to be bugs. In your ear, it laid eggs. Yeah, that's going to happen. I'm okay with it. No, you're not. I can handle it. Nobody wants that. I ate a cricket on television one time. Did you? Yeah, Nat Geo. Ew. Yeah. You know what? We probably shouldn't get married. (laughs) What? Listen, I just didn't know I was an old bug eater over here. I didn't feel like... uh... That that was the case till right now. You're that a bug was eater. me. I ate a bug. So, um, when did you make this decision that you were going to be on Survivor? This morning, I was looking at the credentials, and I thought, "Fuck it, uh, might as well do something cool." It'll be cool when I see when I go there for the family day or whatever, and uh, and um, or the loved ones. Visit, yeah, excuse me. And uh, and then I'm like, whoa, look, everybody lost a whole bunch of weight. And then I look over at you and I'm like, 
hey, you must when you got a little candy. <laughs> I just know for a fact that you will find a stash of cookies. <laughs> And you're gonna oh be like, you're gonna be like on Jay's season uh, with him and that uh, hiding that, the snacks, hiding in the, the beach. snacks in the beach, running eating your cookies real quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're probably <laughs> right. I know if there's a way to sneak a snack, I'm sneaking it. Yeah, Let's never forget that a girl in high school had to get a lock for her lunchbox because I was always going in there and sneaking little snacks. What were you taking from this poor girl? I would just skim a couple goldfish off the top. Listen, her mom gave her good snacks. I know you're at home. You're thinking that this is wrong. And you're right. It was. But I was hungry and she left her little lunchbox out during gym class. So I would just skim off the top. I would take a couple little snacks and she would, her mom would give her like six Hershey kisses. I'd take a couple, just two, no big deal. But clearly they got wise pretty quick. They started putting a lock on her lunchbox. What happened that day when you went for the lunchbox and there was a lock on it? How do you feel? Very embarrassed. <laughs> Very. But I was always sneaking any type of sugar I could get my hands on. I was sneaking it like in home ec. I was always just eating the uh, brown sugar clumps out of the bag. And w- would every- anybody ever see you eat them? Or Yeah. And I'd be like, they're good. What? What? They're good. Because that did that felt like I was just taken from the school. That wasn't a big deal. No, that's fine. But it's just like eating raw brown sugar. Yeah, but what's something cool brown. that happens is it, it clumps and <laughs> you get little brown sugar clumps. Um, what else? Who? What other th- uh, foods have you stolen or scammed or snuck? Um, when I was a dog walker, I was always taking little snacks. Um, just just taking a, a little bit off the top. Look, this is not right, and please don't send me any more angry emails okay i understand that this is a moral failing on my part but i crave sugar ravenously and i didn't really have self-control until about i guess maybe 23 24 is when i was able to exercise some self-control so before then i was sneaking little sugary snacks if i saw them around i i would eat them it's a problem so, okay, so what's the... Bl- also, my parents were always putting me on diets. That's the sad... That's the caveat here, is that I really wanted some freaking snacks because I was on a diet. Ever steal a candy bar from a store? No, never stole a candy bar from a store, I don't think. Okay. I did I, I did shoplift in high school once. I think I told you about this. No, I don't remember this. Um, And I felt so guilty about it. Karma wise, I would I put it in an envelope. I put all the little trinkets in an envelope, and I brought it back to the store, and I left it on a shelf. What you didn't tell me about this? What were the trinkets? Um, it was like a little mini Buddha. It was an incense holder and some incense, and then like some barrettes. How old were you? Fourteen. And you stole these things on a dare or something, or was this I just, just I was having a little kleptomaniac phase, I guess. I was having a fourteen-year-old klepto phase. So okay, hold on. So yeah. you went in there by yourself and just didn't have the money and wanted them and stole them. <sighs> okay, fine. This is what happened. I went through a phase where I shoplifted. Okay. Well, you said you shoplifted. This is how we got in the story. You said you did it once and you that felt was a lie. Put it back. So then when you said you had a klepto phase, I'm like, hmm. Does one shoplifting incident um, can is that considered a a phase? It doesn't seem. I thought so. I was going to correct you there, but now it seems like you've lied. So let's hear the full kleptomaniac. Gosh, I'm so phase. embarrassed. Do you think that our listeners are going to hold this against me? No, everybody's changed except for the fact that you still steal cookies and stuff. I but, don't steal cookies anymore. <laughs> I know you're going to sneak cookies on a Survivor. I just know it. <laughs> 
Yeah, let's get back to Survivor. Nope. Okay, so let's talk about this. I don't know. This is something I don't know about you. Um, So let's hear it. There was just a kleptomania phase in my life, and I regret it, and I'm embarrassed by it. But I stole from, I don't even remember. I stole like a handful of times. So like not anything. It wasn't like, I wasn't doing it every day. Let's say like five times. And I will say out of those five times, four of them were from Bath and Body Works. And I felt sort of like, in my sort of 14-year-old mind, I was like, they're a corporation. They don't let their workers unionize. I can take this candle. I can take this lotion. And then... It was the same Bath and Body Works? Yeah, there was one on Franklin Street. And so me and all my friends, we would take the bus to Franklin Street and we would hang out at the teen center after school. So where the bus would drop us off, we would walk down to the teen center. We would pass this giant Bath and Body Works. Also a gap. And I would go in there a couple of times and I took some stuff. And so it was like a candle. How did you get the lotion? I literally picked up a giant candle and walked away with it because no one was there in the front of the place. So I stole a handful of times from Bath and Body Works and I didn't really feel like that bad about it. Um, And then I went into this little boutique store. It was called like Anna's Shop or something like that. And it was also on Franklin Street. And it it was like a cute little funky store for like girls who were different. You know, it had cool little knickknacks and stuff. And oh my God, it had this clothing from this brand. I don't even know if it still exists called XOXO that I was like obsessed with as a teenager. I wanted all of their stuff. But I went in there and I, I got, I stole some barrettes and a Buddha, a little metal Buddha and some incense holder. And then I went home that night and I was like, they're not a corporation. That's like someone's store. And I felt so guilty about it. 14. I was like, I can't believe I stole from like a small business owner. And I put it all in a manila envelope. And then I went back there the next day and I had on like a hoodie and I had the manila envelope tucked into the side of the hoodie. So it was very clear and it was like very bulgy. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't like hiding this big bulgy thing. And so I walked in and like the woman, she noticed me and she came over and she was like looking at my bulge and she was like, can I help you? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm fine. And then she was like, okay. And she kind of walked away and like looked at me weird. And then I put the bulgy, I put the envelope on a shelf and I left. And then I never went back. She probably but, thought you stole that time, the way you were acting. Yeah, but then she probably saw the envelope full of stuff and was like, oh, maybe that's... She, yes, she approached me as if I was stealing. Right. Yes, for sure. Because I was acting really weird. And then after that, I was like, I can never do this again. When, I've learned my lesson. When you put the envelope back and you dropped it in the uh, the steel the steely store, uh, did you did it absolve you? Did it feel? Did you feel good? No. And oh. in fact, I wanted to return everything to Bath and Body Works that I had taken. But I think it was like a lotion, a shower gel, and a candle. But I had given them away to people, and they had used them. Who'd you give the big old candle to? This girl named Jessie, who was a senior who also hung out at the teen center. And in retrospect, she was not cool. But I thought she was very cool. What do you mean? 
Um, what do you mean? What do I mean? That you like? What, how how was she not cool? And how did you find out she was cool? And what did you think? She, well, let's start. Like, what did you think was cool about Jessie? She was older than you. She was older. She was a senior. She smoked cigarettes. She dated a guy who was not in high school and was also not in college. He was just like a guy, and we were like, whoa. And she just had like a bad attitude. Like she would just be like, like you would say something or like you'd be worried about something. And she'd be like, that doesn't fucking matter. Like nothing fucking matters. She was very nihilistic. Mm -hmm. And so I thought that was rad. But then I, I remember I gave her that candle to impress her. And then another time, like in school, this might have been a few months later, I was wearing one of my dad's hoodies and it was like um, perfectly worn threadbare hoodie from college. I loved this hoodie. And she was like, let me borrow that hoodie. And I was like, um, I don't really want to do that. She's like, no, let me borrow it. And I was like, I'm, I won't, well, then I won't have anything to wear. And she's like, here, you can wear this. And she like, she was like handed me like a long sleeve shirt that she had like tied around her waist. And I was like, Okay. And then she came to school the next day and she was like, I lost it. And I was like, that's my dad's hoodie from college. I cried in ceramics class. And she was like, yeah, I lost it. I don't know what to tell you. It's gone. And like, it was very upsetting. Wow. This has taken a turn. This podcast. I can't believe, I cannot believe you're allowing me to (laughs) share like this. I'm listening. So she. This um, is a heartbreaking story about a hoodie. She she took my hoodie. And then we we weren't friends after that. And also when I think back on her, I'm like, why was she like hanging out with me? She was a senior. I was a freshman. You know what I mean? Clearly she had some sort of stuff going on in her life. Yeah. I yeah. mean, dating a, just some guy. Dating a guy. And then hanging out with freshmen. You couldn't, I wouldn't be caught dead with a fucking freshman I when I was a senior in high school. Even a, <laughs> even as a freaking junior, I wouldn't be, or a sophomore, maybe a sophomore I'd hang out with a freshie, but I don't know. No, I, I definitely, and I wouldn't be hanging out at like the teen center. Yeah. Like if I was uh, like 18 driving myself to to school like right. completely I, I was already doing stand-up at that time like the idea of like a senior going to like a, a the teen center and hanging out with freshmen was very much not my wavelength when i was a senior so and i would i would consider myself a more mature uh seniors than maybe some of the other kids in my grade so maybe it was a little different but um it does ring w- strange bells for me that this person was like interacting on that level with a freshman now there was a girl on the the flip side of the coin and this just goes to show you what dumbass what a dumbass you are when you're a 14 year old there was this girl who i thought wasn't cool who was a senior that i interacted with who now looking back on it i'm like she was so cool and i wish i had like kept in touch with her like knew what she was up to her name was mary and she had a car and she was a techie in school plays and that's how like we knew each other because i was in school plays but like i kind of knew her but she would pick me up um from the bus stop sometimes if it was like raining like raining or snowing or intense weather she would just be like ashley get in i'm taking you to school and she would drive me to school and she listened to Christmas music year round because she was like, yeah, I'm depressed. And it's like something that makes me feel like not bad. And I remember just being like, 
this girl who's like a techie who listens to Christmas music who's looking out for me like she also picked me up from the bus stop a couple of times because there was just like me and like eight dudes I remember her just being like get in the car and I was like okay and then I don't know why I just didn't think she was cool and now looking back on it I'm like wow she was a role model and that woman is Condoleezza Rice how do you you, you, you never know you always got to be nice to the weirdos I'm embarrassed by my teenage self. I really am. I truly, truly am. Are uh, you? Uh, yeah, I guess. I pretty much feel like I might be the same person, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm embarrassed by myself, my current self. So yeah, sure. Um, I mean, I've seen pictures of you when you're a teen. I get it. But uh, what? 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 <laughs> Why are you? You were that? trying so hard. I, I was. Guess, I had a shaved head. I could see, like, all. See, the thing is, like, I, I, I know I was trying so hard. Except, what I was trying to do was different than what you were trying to do and the way that i was trying so hard fit in more with regular society and the way you were trying so hard was like definitely not like the the total social norm right so it when you look back it does look like you were trying harder than me yeah when really i was trying to fit in as hard as you were trying to stand out yeah and, and it's like what what's worse right. um i i think for a while i would say well trying to fit in is definitely worse than trying to stand out but then you think back you know like, yeah but you're trying to stand out in such a way that you might as well have just fit in it's uncomfortable the way you were doing it so yeah i think maybe uh we probably both are equally should be equally embarrassed on how we lived our teenage years do you think we would have been friends i was pretty much not friends with i mean the people that i weren't like uh, you would have have had to have been an introvert in high school for me to po- not give you a chance as a friend do you know what I mean? So no, I would say the mean? odds are we would have been friends because you were an extrovert. Right, right, right. And, I was very and, chatty. And gregarious. Yeah, I was kind of friends with all the little, I would like dance around all the little groups. Yeah, of course. So did I. And so I, I feel like, uh, I mean, I had my core group of friends. Same. But, but, you know. My girls smoking only, in the bathroom. The only people that I, I wasn't friends with were the very quiet people. Um, And so like, because they just were shy and probably didn't, approach me because i was the opposite of that mm, you know mm-hmm, loud mm-hmm. and obnoxious at all times yeah i'm less than now i'm not as obnoxious i think really what <laughs> uh it's yeah, hard for I me think, to believe i mean i think I mean, about do you really think i'm obnoxious <laughs> <laughs> i think i am not obnoxious anymore i can be but so can you motherfucker <laughs> I'll say you get into a like um, torture Ashley mode where you start doing like weird voices and like oh, coming sorry. at me like like oh, this. Oh, me entertaining you? Is, is that enough? what you call it? Yeah, you love it. <laughs> I think that's you entertaining you is really what oh, it comes well, across as. If I get entertained in the process, is that so wrong? I'm begging you to stop. Okay, so I, I'm going to make a, a, a chat shit style left turn on a conversation. Okay, I had something to say. We'll go back to okay. it because I remember this right now. Uh, remember like... I don't know, like uh, maybe a couple of months ago. Are you going to talk about Connor? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Connor, my friend. Okay. He definitely doesn't listen to this podcast. (laughs) A couple months ago. I was in the basement with you, and we were looking through. uh, You have like uh, a set of like a little like wheelie uh, 
uh, file cabinet. File cabinet, I guess. Yes. So um, we store like a lot of knickknacks in there. Like the batteries I'm using for our little podcast machine came in there. We yeah. also have like pens and pencils. A lot of like sort of office supplies are in this thing. Yeah. So it's not really a filing cabinet because they're just yeah dra- they're just drawers. It's but like it, a but it's metal. But imagine yeah. a filing cabinet if it was smaller on wheels. But instead of like putting files in there, it's just drawers. I don't know. There's no, it's not necessary for me to describe. Guys, do you get it yet? It's a filing cabinet that's smaller, but it also, you can't file anything in it unless it's pencils. You woke up, Lily. I woke up, Lily. I'm Uh, sorry, Lily. She looks pissed. So I open it up and then I put my hand in there and then I went, oh, and then I went, ow, my finger, uh, something pricked me. Remember that? And you were yeah. like, what? And then I picked up the bag. It was just like a bag of like, like nothing. It was like erasers and just a bunch of knickknacks. And I'm like, there was a needle that poked me. And you were like, what are you talking about? We like looked at it. And I just was like, I guess there wasn't a needle. I don't know why. It, it felt sharp for a second. I looked at my hand and my hand wasn't like bleeding. And I was like, that's really weird. And it has made me scared to open up that filing cabinet and just put my hand in there looking for stuff because I'm like, what if the thing it bites me again? And I've, I really do feel now I've brought that up onto, into the attic, into the clubhouse, the, uh, the filing cabinet since then. And, uh, I have a whole bunch of stuff and I keep stuff in there right before we were doing this podcast. I was looking for batteries because I knew we were running out of batteries on our podcast. And I went into the drawer and just, it's been months. So I haven't thought about it. And I picked up a bag and I went and I got fucking poked by something. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I was like, what is, what is going on? I looked. That the bag that I picked up has like ink pens in it with like needle points. Do you know what I mean? Uh, like, I like think of a quill or something yeah. that you would put like oh, ink in oh, it. Oh, my comic book pen. Your my com- ink, your ink pens. pens. Yeah, yeah, and like just like <laughs> needles poking out of the bag. And I, I pricked my finger on it again. So I just wanted to let you know I'm not crazy, everybody. I'm not crazy. And I was like, oh, my God. And I looked, and there was like 10 of them just like sticking through the thing. Luckily, didn't break the skin again. <laughs> but I'm glad I got to the point. Well, that was a good story, I just babe. needed to tell everybody yeah, that. Yeah, I don't remember that happening. Why but do you have those? I believe that it did. It did. Because I was doing like ink drawings for a while when I was doing my comics. Well, I know where your ink pens are, so oh, just good. let me know. That's good. They're all all of the points of them are poking <laughs> through a plastic bag right now, <laughs> waiting for me to look for batteries. <laughs> yeah, when I hurt my finger, you looked at me like I was fucking crazy. <laughs> you made me feel like I was losing my mind, like I had a psychotic Babe, episode. did I? Yes, you did. You made me feel terrible about <laughs> it. And I didn't want to bring it up because I didn't want to remind you're myself lying of like the pain. This on the podcast. So what did you want to say? I was going to say that when someone got their um, school photo, when you were in high school, they showed up to get their school photo and you pointed at them and you said, look, there's Waldo or something. Or you said, the guy's from Blue's Clues getting his picture taken. And then I just know that. (laughs) What are you talking about? You were obnoxious in high school. And I think that's a good representation of you being obnoxious. This was middle school. Number one. It was not. This happened, yes, because I was we were making our confirmation, confirmation practice. Oh, okay. For being a good Catholic. And uh yes, I pointed a kid out at our confirmation practice who did not go to my regular school and I said that guy looks like 
uh, the dude from Blue's Clues, which I forgot his name now. But uh, like the the at the time, you know, there was the host of Blue's Clues, and I, and because he was wearing a shirt that was just like Blue's Clues, yeah. And uh, like apparently, I I said this to to him. You said it and, out loud to everyone. And well, I said it. You know, as you would to get a reaction. And I guess it got a big old reaction. It must have gotten a pop. And like, I feel like, uh, and and the reason you're you're bringing this up is because you were telling me about Connor, which is my buddy, who later, year a couple of years later, I ended up going to high school with this kid, and he became my friend, and I still uh, hang out with him to this day. And he and that was who I had done this to. He and, told me the story, and that is how I always think of you as a young well I will say this that that has happened many times in my life and I've realized that the power of words <laughs> where somebody like years later is like hey do you remember this thing and you said this other thing and everybody laughed that was me who everybody <laughs> laughed at I was the one you publicly made fun of um and uh I think about that every day of my life like this is I've had a few Few, you've had some of those interactions a few, a few instances we're like remember that little thing that you did and you forgot about 10 seconds later i think about it every day before i go to sleep and i'm like oh my god well uh sorry about that chap good old buddy now i don't remember why he brings this up all the time he couldn't wait to tell you do you know what i mean yeah. like but i don't know what affected him there he was wearing a striped shirt, a fucking Blue's Clues he guy shirt. He thought he shirt. looked cute, babe. He thought he looked cute. And I don't know what happened if other people later was like, yeah, hey, what up, Blue's Clues asshole, like at his school. That must have happened, Because yeah. I can't really tell why that would have affected him. Like, if I'm wearing a shirt that's reminiscent of, like, a television show, somebody's like, you're wearing a television show shirt, and people are like, yeah, he is. Like, I would just be like, I just probably shouldn't wear this shirt anymore. People are going to say I look like the television show guy. You're saying you would be able to handle yes, it. Yes, I don't understand why this yeah. stuck with him. Yeah. Had, had the boy never been made fun of before <laughs> in public, is what I'm saying. Well, I mean, I wish that was the worst of it, you know, of just the Blue's Clues guy, but there are just, there are other ones out there, people who were probably living in shacks just with like a, a target on the wall with my face on oh it. Oh my God, babe, what did you do to people? You I, publicly humiliated people? No, I would say something that was just really the quickest thing you could ever say about the in the moment and everybody was like that hit a bat hit a nerve <laughs> let's all re let's all rejoice wow and how quick and on point that person's observation was were you a bully no i wasn't a bully because everybody was i was an equal opportunist i was just quick-witted and nobody else was eventually people caught up you know and you're not as cool later in life by saying the first thing that comes to your mind the first thing that came to my mind was always like a yes and style like connection witticism yeah and so it was mar it, it, you know when you're a dumb kid people marvel at the fact that like something happens and immediately another person is like says like the thing that makes it all make sense which is just what stand up is you know or any sort of performative comedy. It's just like, we're all about to think of a thing, sort of. And that guy said it a, a second quicker than everybody else could say it or yeah. think of it. And that's what it is. Like, you're making the connection for everybody, and but you're making the funniest connection. I did that. All That's how I grew up, is all I did, was just that type of, you know... We're in a scenario. Everybody's like, I think that he's fat. And we're like, he is fat. And we were all thinking that. There we go. You know, it was better that Lily keeps looking at me because I keep say, being loud. You keep getting too loud. <laughs> and and she, she's like, she pissed. really is pissed and disappointed in me. 
Um, but yes, it wasn't your fat. You know, I stood. I stayed away from fat stuff because I myself was fat. So, did you ever meet your match? Did I ever meet my match? You know, I didn't meet my match until until after school. Yeah, until I be- became a professional. What was that like? I was started comedy. And I was like, oh, okay, here's all these people. But, like, did you ever, like, dish it and then someone turned around and dish it right back? No. And then you got no, a dish war. No, dished people dished it, tried to dish it. People, you know, kids try to dish it all the time. Yeah. I think, no, I think I pretty much, I don't think I ever met my match of my, my own age, like, in school. I think I was pretty much, like more advanced in like the let's in the art of the being funny in public yeah around people and kind of like teasing people and stuff you know it was to i think to the point where like i think uh my my reputation preceded me mm. and so people sort of bowed down in that sense where where they probably were if they could have unlocked the being funny thing but because like i was the funny guy like I don't think people wanted to match wits in that way. They bowed down, babe. <laughs> I mean, I know that sounds bad, but it wasn't. It's not in a bad way. In like a way where you're like, oh, this is the funny guy. Like, I probably shouldn't try and be funny. Mm, that but much. you never is like, what I'm guessing. Either that or nobody was funny as funny with me ever until I was like 21 years old. You didn't old. come across other funny guys is what I'm I asking. did. All my friends were funny. I mean, you know, when you hang out with funny people, you then can become funny. It's like, right. It's helpful. So it rubs all, off. My friend group was very funny. You know, yeah. and like uh, I thought they were very funny, but I think it's also a confidence issue. Like I think I was the one willing to stand up in class and say the thing, yeah, because I had already had positive reaction and I knew it was possible. Like, you know, the the fear of bombing in a, in high school when I said stuff, I didn't have that fear because I was I was I was hitting them, I was hitting them on all strides because I was funny as a kid to all my friends, but I also knew that I was funny to adults. That's huge. And I think that's what's different about like a silly, stupid kid. Yeah. Even though, believe you me, believe me you. Oh, I did silly, stupid. When I knew silly, stupid was working. You went for it. We worked for silly, stupid. Silly, stupid was cashing those checks. I knew I was a little, I knew I was a little funnier than even like my own age kids could understand. You know, and I was like, I knew that I, I had, I had my act for adults as well. Mm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I could speak to an adult. I think it was probably because I was a, uh, I was the uh, the oldest child. That's and I, big. I hung, and all of like, you know, my cousins and stuff. They're all my my little sister's age. So like, I was kind of just entertaining adults till I was like, you know, twelve years old. And then all of a sudden, the, the the younger kids got to an age where it was like, okay, they're people now and whatever. But so I always kind of felt like I was an adult. So I kind of talked like an adult. And I think people are always very marveled by a kid who speaks like an adult. It's kind of like, oh, my God, this, is, this kid's like a little person. Right. You know what I mean? I feel that way when I'm talking to a kid. Like, we teach kids all the time, young kids. And I'm always like, whenever there's like a kid that's under the age of 12, where he's like talking to me like he's a normal person. I'm it's like, amazing. I'm like, oh, this kid is like, this I, get, kid's got it. I get it with yeah. this kid. And and he's kind of has a thing. He's like uh, mature in a way where he can have a conversation means a lot, especially in like comedy, really. Yeah. Because you have to sort of be able to talk the talk always. 
And we have a couple of kids that are like that in our in our program that we teach. Yeah. I'm not going to say their names because I and just in case the other ones are listening, I don't want them to feel bad. But there's a few kids where I'm like, oh, man, like I can I feel like I'm just broing down with you and you're like just turned 13. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I feel like we're we're talking on the same level. But then I go ahead and mention something like David Blaine or something. And then they're like, who the fuck is that? I'm like, hey, that's right. You don't even know. <laughs> you're a kid. You're a, you're a kid. freaking kid. You weren't born when he was uh, uh, underwater or behind ice. You know, you and I do a lot of kid activities. Um, For example, Pokemon Go. Okay. What a transition. (laughs) Thanks, babe. I'm a professional podcaster. Um, So Nick got me into Pokemon Go. I basically like it because you get points for walking. I mean, it encourages you to be active. That's something I can get behind. And I think that it's bringing us closer together as a couple um, because we are friends on the app, not to brag. And so we can send each other presents and we've done missions together and stuff. But something very exciting happened on Saturday where we woke up and Nick was like, oh, my God, someone has done something. I don't even know what the Pokemon term is. But They put lures down at all the Pokestops. They put lures down at all the Pokestops to get Pokemon to come to the Pokestops. And so Nick was just like... He was had to get ready for his class that he was about to teach. He had a couple hours and he was like he was like, Fuck it. You wanna go just go right now and like walk around to all the gyms and and uh cash in on these lures and I was like yeah babe let's do it so we got dressed we went out in the world we started walking around uh, catching Pokemon and the most amazing thing happened which is we were at like this row of gyms we were sitting down and we were catching our Pokemon we were having fun having a blast beautiful day and someone walked past us and they said do you know who put all the lures out and we were like (gasps) They know we're they know we're playing Pokemon Go right this, now. This was a man in his thirties. Yeah, same age as us. Looked like the same age as us. Which first off, I was like, thank God. Second off, I was like, oh my God, he knows what we're doing. He knows we're playing. He plays too. And it was just a real fun bonding moment with that stranger. Yeah, Ashley like immediately wanted to be friends with this guy. I was like, should we I go was, talk to him and I, see get his name? I was like, avert your eyes. I never want to be called out for playing Pokemon Go ever again. I was like, let's build a community. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh, what else did you want to say? But you, you like before this podcast, were like, I'm gonna talk all about Pokemon. I guess I'm just like really into it all of a sudden, and it's just like I don't, I don't really have anything to say about it. But I guess- well, I don't think we ever talked about it. But I downloaded Pokemon. I had downloaded Pokemon Go like in 2016 when it came out, and uh, I played it for like a month, and then like forgot about it. I don't know. It wasn't interesting to me anymore, so I put it away. And then uh, I don't know, like. What is it? It must be at this point six months ago. I was like, Pokemon Go. Remember that? It encourages you to walk outside. It's something to do in quarantine. Yeah. So I got it again, and then I convinced Ash to get it. And um, I didn't think Ashley was going to be into it. And Turns uh, out she, I'm a little freak beast. Yeah, she can't got, get enough. She got hooked on it, and it's uh, really exciting. And so uh, now we play Poke- we play Pokemon Go like a bunch during the day. Like we always check in on our little Pokemon, and we 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 trade our little Pokemon sometimes. And then uh, I'll let her know if there's some cool Pokemon's in, around, and then she'll say, "Hey, I got some Pokemon's over here." And then we go and uh, 
go catch some Pokemon. So it's fun. Nick has been upset by my natural luck, though. Yes, Ashley has gotten luck. There's a thing in Pokemon Go called uh, you can get a shiny Pokemon, which is like a special Pokemon. They're not they don't they're not any different except they look they have a different color to them. They're rare than the normal, but the rarity is like you can catch a shiny Pokemon. It's like one in four hundred and fifty pokemon encounters is a shiny of the same pokemon there's a bunch of different kinds and uh fucking i've been playing this game <laughs> non-stop for six months ashley like just picked it up the other day and she's got two fucking shinies <laughs> and i don't have any i haven't caught one shiny and all i do is go out in the world and 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 check my little pokemon app to see if i can catch a shiny all day and all night and i can't get any friggin' shinies at all and she has two shinies. I got two shinies. I didn't even know what they were. I didn't even know what they were. <laughs> I've been like, trying to get a shiny for fucking feels like a year. It's like, what are these things? And Nick's like, that's a friggin' shiny. Anyway, and then the other thing is like, you, you know, you're given a Pokemon to start off with. Like, Babe, your, don't tell your... <laughs> them. Do not tell them. <laughs> I'm going to tell them, okay? And you're supposed Ugh. to pick one of like one of the four like, you know, original Pokemon, which is... Uh, 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 Char, uh, Charmander, uh, Bulbasaur, a Pikachu, and a Squirtle. Those are the four. And and when you open up, when you start the app, when you start the game for the first time, they go pick one of these to be your friend. And uh, Ashley looked at me, and she was, I was, and when she did it, and I was like, oh, pick one. And she picked the Squirtle. And uh, in the Pokemon Go, like you can only store so many when you catch them because it's all about just catching them. And, Gotta catch them all. And so you event, you know, eventually you, you filled up your whole thing. You have to like uh, kind of delete them or kind of trade them in. And uh, Ashley, when I when she was trading a Pokemon, traded in her original Squirtle. I said, "Why did you get rid of your Squirtle?" I go, "That's a." I didn't a, realize I had done it. It's a that's your first friend Pokemon. Plus, Squirtles don't come around here ever. You're not gonna get a Squirtle Squirtle in the wild around here. He was like, "Oh." I didn't like, mean what to. I do? She got really sad, and so in the game, you could you can like a uh, gift your a Pokemon to a friend, and so I was like, you know what, uh, Ash, I I have I have a couple of Squirtles. I have two Squirtles. I'm gonna give you one of my Squirtles. She was like, really? And I'm like, yeah. I go, and you know what? This Squirtle is a Squirtle I caught in 2016. It says it. So this is an old-ass squirrel that I caught in Brooklyn in her old neighborhood. She was like, really? No, you're really going to give it to me? I'm like, yeah. So I just gave it to her, and she was really happy. The other fucking day, this motherfucker looks through her Pokédex to see if she's got what she's got. She don't got no Squirtle anymore. She traded in my Squirtle, too. Guys, it's been keeping me up at night. And I can't even believe it. I won't. I have another Squirtle to give her. I'm not giving it to her. I can't give her a Squirtle so upsetting she just keeps trading them in i'm like what'd you do that for he's like i did it by accident i did he's all sad and shit i'm like you can't pull this twice i think you're playing with me now i'm not every time i give you a squirtle you trade it in i'm sad about my squirtles listen guys if you are on pokemon go let's be friends and if you have a squirtle you want to trade me i got i'm down to trade so just hit us up at reality blows podcast at gmail.com yeah, please hit um, us up dog should we talk about some tv yeah, sure. Um, we haven't really been talking about what we've been watching. It's the same stuff, but we should uh, we should say that we watched part one 
of the uh, final bonfire for this season of Temptation Island. And we also have been keeping up on the Challenge All-Stars. I know we didn't talk about it last week when Tech went home, but this week, spoiler alert if you haven't watched it yet, Arissa went home. And and boy oh boy did she and go it, home. It was quite a, it was quite a moment. We can kind of chat about that. Which one do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about let's get the 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 freaking trash out. Oh, you know what we as really soon should, as possible. You know what we really should talk about is the circle. We're all caught up in the circle. The circle is so good. All right, let's scratch let's scratch the rest of this Babe, shit. Babe, do we have a new episode of the circle to no, watch tonight? No, it comes out on Wednesdays. I can't handle waiting for a new episode we definitely are have crushed more of the circle like in a binge worthy way than we have any other show as of recent right the circle's perfect so the circle i guess drops like four or five episodes like every wednesday and like now it's been two times where we just watched them all yeah we've been binging like real like a real oops this is what we're doing tonight type binge. and uh it's really good The, the circle is like one of the better uh, reality shows I, I think on that, right now yeah i mean is there anything else that kind of holds a candle to like kind of like the like as far as concept and and then uh and and like kind of gameplay and strategy it's kind of really fun uh it's uh they're definitely leaning into the strategy a little bit more and there's more twists this season yeah uh they've added some stuff to it like um uh, the joker even though they might have had something like the joker i can't no, remember they, they didn't, didn't ha- they had no joker no the only twist that they had on the first season of the american circle is when a guy and his mom showed up right right time. right 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 now we have the inner circle um we have the joker and then we have something that happened in the most recent episodes this this is a spoiler alert so if you don't want to hear it then i guess pause the freaking pod but um People got, can I tell them? I mean, this is something that I can tell them. I'll tell you what, if we ever were ever like, we're always like late to the game. This would be the one thing that I think maybe people haven't gotten to that episode. Okay. Let's not tell them and spoil it. But there is a, there is a thing where they've kind of, uh, done a, done a huge, uh, uh, twist. Big old twist. In, in sort of an elimination style stuff. But I mean, what can we say about about this show that would be fun to report back on? The thing on? that's fun to report back on about this show is that it is just doing reality television right. It is doing it correctly. It is fresh. It feels fun. It allows a sort of gameplay, but also like genuine um, interaction. Like there is something that happens uh, in this, in one of the most recent episodes where someone who is doing a really good job of catfishing just gets in this sort of challenge where they can't hide who they really are yeah it was good and it's just compelling like the way that this show is set up it is fun to watch but it is also it it doesn't feel tired you know like i find a lot of these shows can feel tired um is it better than big brother survivor the challenge no but you know what i think it sits next to them on the ledge It's, it's better than big brother Babe. It's better than Big Brother. Babe, it's I, not when, better when than Big Brother. When we're watching a week worth of Big Brother, I cannot wait till it gets to the point that to it elimination. has to get to. Uh, it's just it drags House so vote. hard on a bad on a bad week of uh on a bad HOH. It drags, baby. This does not drag that much because you know why? You can't do there's no block voting really. At least I haven't seen that yet and there's no like uh hey, listen, I'm voting with the group. 
there just isn't any of that. It's just really people making choices and hoping that it works out and, and really trying to build relationships. So there is no uh, steamrolling that happens. Oh, you know what? You're right. They should all, the people in alliances should be like, okay, we're going to vote this person as our number one. They, they don't, they don't, they, there has not been that yet I'm on surprised. this show. And it still might happen because it does seem like they've amped up the game players that have come in They're They are thinking strategy and, God, I don't know why anybody just goes, hey, let's do an alliance and like let's always vote for X. Like there just doesn't seem to have been that yet in in at least through the second week of this show. And I'm sure we have a lot more. But uh yeah, it's it, it, it's when 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 a when a when a a bad alliance is steamrolling a, a season of 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 Big Brother, that is boring. Yeah. I do want to say that. Uh, you know, as we talked about it, I guess, or we mentioned it, and if you're watching, you know that uh, Too Hot to Handle's own Chloe is on this show. And uh, I got to say, she's really good at this. She's she's killing it. She was not killing it in the beginning, no. and now she's come around. Well, I'm saying she's good at this game, oh. but I'm more saying, speaking to the, uh, to the you mic. You mean she's good at being a reality I'm television she's person. she's just entertaining and likable. Agreed, and it's, agreed. It's, it's crazy. I, I'm, I'm kind of, I kind of marveled at the fact that she's, her ability to seem like she's being true and real to herself, yeah. but also being on television and entertaining. It doesn't seem like she's like putting up like a, a reality show front in a way, she just seems like her id, like her inner sort of excitement always sort of comes out. Mm -hmm. But I, I feel like at least on this show, you know, and I can't even really remember Too Hot to Handle, like how she came off. I think I liked her. But she just seems to have to be just really likable like yeah. and, and open and uh and 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 at the same time entertaining like some people can be likable but boring and i don't think she is really like her ability to like immediately fall in love with somebody as they like show up on like like a catfish shows up on 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 this show and like he's kind of handsome and i mean it wasn't even a catfish it was a regular dude but, yeah and she's but, just like, like i love him yes oh my god she just can't believe that she's fallen for this person and 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 the fact that she's fallen into the trappings of this show where she thinks she has a romance with somebody who's catfishing her and like yeah all of that stuff it's just like to be that open but also already like a a reality tv personality and and i don't know i'm, I'm she's impressed open, by but it. she's not dumb and that is really i find a lot of times when people are open it's because they're stupid on reality television but she doesn't seem stupid no she doesn't seem stupid she's bubbly she's bubbly she's bubbly she's bubbly um yeah and i also she's great i, I agree I, I i i'm i'm a fan of hers right now uh and i'm also a fan of i like um there's the the guy who's portraying a younger man. Yeah, um, I forgot his name. I, I think the, his the, name is like something Lee, and then Austin is the is the catfish that that he's portraying. No, River is River. Yeah, uh, was there an Austin? I think he's fr he lives in Austin, oh. Texas. So yes, River um, is uh, who is the catfish. Um, I really like River. I'm I'm pulling, the catfish personality. It's just an older man who, and I'm I'm, but I, he's just I enjoy his, his his reactions to things, and how he's playing the game. And for some reason, he's really done a good job of like uh, disguising that he's much older than he's saying that he is. What I think he's doing that so well is that he is one hundred percent being himself. 
just as the face of River and using the sort of lingo he was taught by younger people before coming on the show. Because I think that, like, he feels genuine to the other housemates because he is reacting genuinely. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. And I think maybe Trevor the person who's doing playing Trevor is doing the same thing. And I think that's why sometimes people are like, huh, seems like Trevor, like that's what a woman would say. Right. So Trevor is a catfish who's, uh, she is catfishing as her husband. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, she's just not doing a good job. Like people like are still into it, but boy, she's just not doing a good job at it. She's just being like, kind of like, uh, 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 she's not being, she did a they did like a makeup challenge where you like make up your doll and her application of the makeup on the doll was incredible and people were like, Oh, wow, Trevor. Yeah, he's like a, a guy from like the Bronx with like a Yankees hat on. I will say overall this cast is really great. No one is a dud. And then they've brought in some new people who are also really fun. Um, so I think the circle's just doing a great job. I highly recommend it if you guys hadn't have not watched it yet. Now, next, we just need to talk about real quick. You briefly brought it up the f- the first half of the final bonfire of Temptation Island. I'm going to tell you this right now, and this is just for everybody, including Ashley. I actually don't have anything to say about Temptation Island, and that's not negative towards you or me or this podcast. It's about the fact that I don't give a shit about that show. I don't know why we're watching it. It's just to finish it out. We enjoyed the first season. We liked the second season less. This season is boring. I probably won't watch the next season. It's I don't taken know. a true nosedive. But like this episode of the what we were all waiting for, these final bonfires dragged out so long, were so boring, and I just could, I was like literally doing other things on my phone, which I don't normally do. While I'm watching this stuff, I usually am pretty good with just watching and not scrolling. It's also weird. Sorry, were you done? No, I was going to say I scrolled through the entire episode and I couldn't even tell you what happened. I just know that like there was a bonfire we saw that should have been exciting, but they put it on first and it sucked. And I'm like, if this one sucks, then the rest are going to be really bad, which is that that guy Kendall and his, uh, you know, ex-girlfriend, I guess, at this point, who he had, like, been cheating on her the entire time. And I was like, oh, they're putting in this on first because there's no debate here. It's just, like, she's done with him. He doesn't know what's going on. And then that's it. And I was like, this is, the, I thought this was going to be the exciting bonfire, and it sucks. And I'm like, oh, the part two is we got to watch that big, dumb, Ophi guy propose to his girlfriend. And, like, that's what they're going to leave as the last one. And that's Wait, what who? Prof- oh, the yeah. The one dude who's yeah, like yeah, this yeah, gentle yeah. giant uh, yeah. who's gonna who shop for rings. Right, with right, his, right, right, right. Which, by the way, is a thing we've already seen on this show. Right, 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 right. Where and they, this is truly the most boring couple of all time. And it's like, that's what this is all culminating to? Like, oh, like a proposal? Like, fuck you. Like, I guess the one that they're gonna show before that, or maybe even they'll close with it, is just like the plain old boring white couple where the guy just doesn't understand how his girlfriend is moving on on yeah. the island. And I guess that'll be exciting because he'll probably cry and stuff, and that'll be, I'll enjoy his tears. But <laughs> the, the rest of the show Kendall sucks. is that he is emotionally toxic, abusive gaslighter. And so the fact that this show has given him such a huge platform and we see him talk to, I think his girlfriend's name is Erica, I just like, 
it it has it's taken the joy out of the show for me because it's like they're just make they're it, by showing him it's like normalizing his behavior a little bit in a way that I don't want to support. So that's what's going on with Temptation Island and then we're going to close out this conversation with just talking about the Challenge All-Stars which we both love, we're both 100% into. I have to t- I have a controversial thing to say and you guys might not like it, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm not really like I don't like know Mark Long. Like I've never watched any of his seasons. I'm not really, you know, down with, I don't know. I'm not like rooting for him or happy he's there. I was just like, oh, I know he's the guy who like made this happen through like a Twitter campaign or whatever. But he is obnoxious. I find him to be obnoxious on the show. Is that Mark, like Big Mark from season two of Real World? Is, of Real that, Rules? is that like blasphemy? No, I mean, who gives a shit? Is about he like a beloved people? person? Like, yeah, I think. Is he like I think a in CT? the I think in the world of uh, of the show of the challenge, yes, he would be considered beloved. But I think his time has come and gone, and uh, I don't think uh, current super fans say that he's beloved. No, I don't think he's anywhere near a CT. I mean, if you look at the amount of seasons that he did, I bet you it doesn't hold a candle to the CT. But I don't know. I mean, he, he is uh, jacked and an older man, so that's kind of weird. Um, he made himself, he called himself the Godfather and then went around referring to himself as the Godfather. Did he call himself the Godfather? I'm pretty sure he coined the term the Godfather and then Derek was like picked up, picked it up as well. And then everybody just started saying the Godfather. And I'm like, I just find that to be corny. I mean, the show is kind of corny. Here's the thing. This is that that scene in the show where he, you know, he was he was he was the godfather and he was kind of holding his lifesaver over the women's heads in some way. Um, I think that that's that scene. I mean, honestly, that scene was very reminiscent of how an older challenge like I kind of feel like a challenge from 15 years ago or whatever, Um, or maybe you know 10 years ago um so it it did kind of remind me of like the way the challenge used to go i mean that was like a couple of seasons ago johnny bananas did that sort of thing you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like so uh and i don't like him either no i mean i think it's just you don't like that type of guy Uh, i think mark long wishes he was bananas you know what i mean Ooh, doggy in that i wish he wishes that he had the you know was like the really like the current challenge champ um, I, I don't know if that guy won enough to be considered in, in that realm. Um, the show to me is, does seem like it, it is just kind of like a lot of hanging out, um, with a couple of challenges mixed in, which I kind of like, it does seem like everybody's having a good time drinking as old people. And <laughs> yeah. And, but, and you would think there wouldn't be drama, but there is, there is but drama. Then they don't really fully give it to us. Like the thing, Ruthie and Anissa had something. But like we don't know what it was because they just show us a clip of Ruthie telling to Anissa like, what are you fucking talking about? And then Anissa being like, she always plays paranoid. But like something must have happened that led up to that clip of Ruthie being like, fuck you, Anissa. Well, what's the backstory there? Anissa said she was paranoid, like she always plays paranoid. And then Ruthie came out and said, fuck you, Anissa. Like, I think she overheard her saying that about her. Yeah, but surely like how did she know it was about her? I think that because Ruthie's paranoid and she guessed correctly, but I, I don't know. Ruthie, Ruthie was like her big storyline back in the day was she was like an alcoholic and her being like blackout drunk, like saying, fuck you, Anissa was kind of like, Ooh, this isn't very good. Mm. I don't really like that. Um, so 
Yeah, I, I I popped on. I mean, not to change the subject at the very end here. Wait, but can I say oh, something? Yeah, go ahead. About the challenge, I I think it just continues to deliver. I'm so excited about this season. I do like these kind of like old farts doing the challenge. Yeah. I, I like that they're like that. You know, you can tell that they're not young bucks. I like yes. that. I like that. I like that. There feels like I like the challenges they're doing. I'm enjoying watching it. I mean, this last one was like a. a ropes over water thing and it was fun to watch i watched the whole thing without being like wait who is that who's up there it was you could follow it follow along and it's just it is giving me all of the things i wish double agents had given so i love it i think everybody should be watching it uh yeah i mean definitely you should be watching if you're a challenge fan this is required viewing um yeah, I think it's a. I think it's great. I like. I like that. Uh, you know, there's even like some weird hookups and like romance going on in the yeah. show, which I did not expect. Yeah, um, it's fun. It is kind of fun. It's kind of fun. It's kind of like the 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 adults are away at camp a little bit. Did you know? anyone hook up on this challenge on the double agents? Like, I'm trying to think. Like, CT and um, Big T apparently had a kiss. We learned about that on an after show, but we never saw it. I don't think there were any like hookups. I didn't see. Uh, well, for a second, there there felt like there might have been a fessy. Oh yeah, there was fessy and Gabby on this. Oh, they had a couple up. kisses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like even the oh Lily, even the um the challenge oldies are delivering more sort of romance. Yes, um, there is definitely more romance on this show. Um, it is less attractive, but it is romance. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> I mean, okay, you were gonna say something. Was it about the real world? Yeah, you I watched. Like in- I, I the other day, I, for like ten minutes, I put on the real world, uh, like twenty or something, which was Hollywood, which I don't think I ever watched the entire season of. I remember watching it and thinking it was kind of. I wasn't really into it at that point. And I remember thinking it was kind of gimmicky because everybody showed up and their whole thing was like their backstories were like how they, they wanted to be famous doing something. Mm. And this one person wanted to be a pop star. The other person wanted to be an actor. The other person wanted to be a director or something like that. And I was like, oh, and they all kind of had to get jobs in the industry. Mm. And, and it, to me, it just felt like cringe a city, too, a little too. But I will say this. I looked, this is such a boring cast. I watched this first episode like for a few minutes as long as much as I could take of it. Such a boring cast. Not one of these people really went on to do anything else in this world. I think her name is maybe in the MTV world. Yeah. There was one girl on there that I remember being on the next season of the challenge and maybe only once. And she was a dud. Wow. And nobody else. I was like this entire cast, they had an entire cast, which of their 20th season of real world. And not one of them became like a challenger that came around a bunch or like, in involved in any sort of extra real world uh, land. It was, it was kind of like a forgotten bad season of the show. And boy, there's a lot of bad seasons they put up on Paramount Plus, And there's a lot of good seasons that are not up there, which, which fucking annoys me. We found out that they're uh, like uh, the, the, the... We want to watch the Leroy Nani season. Not up there. How are you going to not have the Leroy Nani season up there uh, following this season of Double Agents? Uh, it's gotta it be, is confusing. It's got to be for, for, for music reasons or so, something of that nature, but I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. Like You get invested in these characters. You think you'd want to bring them over to Paramount Plus to see their origins. The fucking CT season isn't up there. No Paris up there, which is like season 13 or something like that. Uh, um, 
a bunch of them not up there. Uh, really, oh, uh, Ruthie's season is not yeah, up there. Yeah, Hawaii. You, can, you can't not watch Hawaii. There. I don't know. I had Ruthie and Tech in there. You might like them from watching All Stars. You'd want to see where they came from. Uh, is it very bizarre? Fix the problems, folks. That's all I'm saying, and that's how we're <laughs> going to end this podcast, folks. Guys, thanks for listening. You're the best. Uh, we'll uh, we are going to be talking about the reunion. Uh, uh, so look out for that on Thursday. We'll be doing our little our little reunion podcast of Double Agents. Okay, folks. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.